All right, welcome to the Money Puzzle. I am Brian Ramsey. That is Aaron McAndrew. And that is Eric Douglas. All right, so today is going to be a pretty interesting topic, crypto. Now, a little bit different form of crypto. So we, um, we were talking about what articles or uh, what we wanted to talk about today. And I read an article this morning. It was about how retirement plans are adding crypto to their offerings in retirement plans. And we brought it up in a meeting this morning, and I think none of us, or all of us, agreed that it was what kind of idea. It's not the best idea I've ever heard, ever, yeah, I, yeah. or today, or in the last two minutes. <laughs> or in the next year. <laughs> or next year, yeah. Not a good idea, right? I yeah, mean, but we'll, yeah. we'll get more into it. Uh, but first of all, I think Ms. Producer is going to put up her phone number, so if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, and you have an interesting qu comment or question for us, uh, phone number 502 200 5210, you will get Miss Whitney on the phone and you can have uh, talk to any of us. That'd be great. Um, and make sure that you like and subscribe to our material as well. So uh, real quick, let's talk about, in general, let's talk about just how crypto, adding a crypto to a retirement plan, how, how we think that might affect participants in general. Well, um you know, I work with a lot of retirement plans yeah. to do a lot of uh, account reviews um, and different types of retirement plans as well. And one common thing that I come across uh, for the most part when I'm meeting with a lot of participants is participants don't necessarily know exactly what they're invested in. So they've gone in at some point in time and made some choices. Uh, we were talking earlier today about how many times we've seen uh, two or three target date funds in the same allocation. So. Um, you know, there's people. When you that, say in the same allocation, you're saying that you see participants invested in multiple multiple target date funds. So, yeah, yeah. for example, somebody may be invested in a in a in a target date 2030 fund. Then they've right. got a 2045 fund and a 2050 fund. And their reasoning, when I'll ask them those types of questions, is, well, I know the 2050 is is more aggressive right now, so I want that to be my more conservative part over here with the 2030 yeah. or whatnot. So. Um, you know, there's not really a rhyme or reason with that. And I think that if you put the crypto in there, it's just, you know, if somebody's going to invest in some type of crypto, it needs to be a very, very, very small portion of what their portfolio would be. And in my opinion, it shouldn't be, it has no place in a retirement plan in general, because retirement is money that you're saving for right now out of your paycheck over a long work uh, career. And with the volatility and the speculation of what's going on with crypto, it's just as... Uh, I just don't don't like that. Yeah. Well, I think you just hit the nail on the head, right? So you talked about whether or not it should be in a retirement plan specifically. So this topic isn't necessarily to debate whether or not crypto is good or bad. The, the, the topic is whether or not it should be in a retirement plan. Right. And a retirement plan should be, yes, obviously a long-term investment vehicle. And if you're younger, yes, you should have a higher risk profile potentially, but uh, the whole purpose of a retirement plan is to save for retirement. And if you get too terribly speculative in a retirement plan, even at a younger age, let's say you're 40, 45 years old and you're still not planning to take assets until, you know, for 20, 30 years, it can still dramatically throw off the progress you're making towards your retirement if you're invested in something that's too terribly speculative uh, within your 401k or 403b plan at work. Yeah, so the interesting thing about reading that article, and this is what I was uh, explaining to these guys this morning, is sort of reading through it, what they're essentially saying is they're giving the participants the option, like as a, as a fund option, right? Well, we should probably say, right, so, so Fidelity's offering Bitcoin as an option in certain 401k retirement Correct. plans. Correct, yeah. yeah. Now, the plan has to 
approve that fund and their plan. So I'm hoping that most plan fiduciaries are saying no to that. That's my, that's my position. I know everybody's going to have a different position on that, but that happens to be my position. And the reason being is because over the years, and I've been doing this almost 20 years, right? So over the years, we see folks that walk in the door that, you know, we do a review. So they, they come in there, uh, you know, we've not worked with them before. They walk in the door and they have, we, you know, we look at their 401k and like Aaron said, there'll be a multiple funds or what they do is they'll say, well, I've got six funds. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, how did you select the funds? Well, I just looked, you know, when I, every once in a while, which is usually every several years, they'll log into their account. And what they'll do is they'll look and see what the performance has been on the yep. best four or five funds that year, not over the course of three, five, or 10 years. They right. just look at the one year number and go, oh, that fund's up, I'll just select. What's so, hot, right. Yeah. And they'll think they're diversified. So that's number one. Number two, we all know as advisors, that most participants in retirement plans don't get the education that they need, number one, right, about just investing and saving and everything else, right. right? Would you guys agree with that? Right. Oh, hands yeah. down. Yeah. And number two, they don't get a lot of education about how to invest those funds because if you work for a company and you walk into your HR manager, they're not allowed to tell you how to invest your funds, right? right. They can't even give you any advice. Up until several years ago, financial no, advisors Nor should they. They 100% agree, yeah. 100% agree. Right. But even up until several years ago, financial advisors weren't even allowed to give financial advice on these, on these accounts. Now, did we do it? Yes, and every advisor did, by the way. Um, but we weren't really allowed to do it. And, uh, and then you look at an overall portfolio, an investment, uh, over, well, overall portfolio for the average person. What's the biggest asset they have? Usually they're 401k or 401k, 401ks, right? Always. So number one, 401ks, you, typically their largest asset, excluding a house. Okay, we'll right, say that right. that's, yeah. that can be up there too. But for the most part, that's all they have. Number two, they're not educated on the funds. They can't receive advice on there. And now we're just giving them the, you know, give, hey, here it is. Uh, we're going to have crypto in there. So with all that being said, uh, a lot of the participants will just log in and select three or four funds and really hardly ever look at it again. Until they start working with an advisor, and the advisor says, oh, no, you need to allocate this particular way. Uh, and, and I will tell you, that's why we make it a point in our practice to review retirement plans every single year. So when a client comes in, every year around this time, so we're recording in May, so around the middle of the year, we do sort of an overall uh, portfolio sort of asset allocation review. And we'll sit down and look at 401k plans and say, well, how does your allocation work with everything else that you got going on? And so we give them advice based on that, but hardly ever get that. Now, what, what really bothers me about this whole thing, about adding crypto in there, is, and I want to get your all thoughts on this. First of all, retirement plans in general have struggled with reducing risk inside of a retirement plan, right? right. When you agree, the fiduciaries of it. Yep. The people, the companies that own the, mm -hmm. the 401k plans are like, look, we're trying to reduce the risk in here. One, mm -hmm. to protect the participants. Yep. But number two, to protect who? I mean, the, the, company. the company, the plan administrators. They're, yeah, yeah. They're, because, they're getting there's more and more of the, you know, more and more complaints happening now. Absolutely. More and more lawsuits happening now because not the, the investments that have been offered in a plan haven't been monitored. Right. And they've been sitting there and people have been offering these investments that are not suitable for the people in the plan. And that's where there's been more and more lawsuits that happen. And these oh. plan sponsors are, are yeah. you know, paying the price for it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So here and now. So, that, so we know that's the case, right? So we know that 
fiduciary, uh, plant sponsors, they're trying to reduce the overall risk in these plants. And then here they are now adding an asset that's unregulated, mm -hmm. right? No one really knows how they actually work. Well, very few people actually know how they really work. And now we're asking people to invest in it. It's, yeah. just the, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I can't even believe that in a short period of time that crypto's been around. And they said, we had, so I posted the, I think you were laughing about this earlier. I posted the article and made a little summary about it. And this guy replied back and said, well, first of all, it's Bitcoin, not crypto. And I'm like, okay, whatever. We're talking semantics here. And then, he, and then he said that it was a hedge against inflation. I'm like, okay, all right, whatever. No, it's not. But uh, anyway, I thought it was interesting. But now here we are talking about adding this crypto into retirement plan. It just makes no sense to me whatsoever. I think my biggest concern with it is the, the hype that's around it. Yeah. And then when people are in there, they're going to look at this and they get, oh, oh, we have access to, to Bitcoin or we have access to a crypto fund in our retirement plan. Oh, I hear about that all the time on TV and how all these other people are mm -hmm. making millions. Really, with, yes, without really knowing what it is. Um, and then they put more than, I don't think anything should go into it, but on, in a retirement plan. Right. But then you're having somebody allocate 20%, 30% of their entire retirement plan for it. Looks great when it's up 59%. Looks all really, really bad when three weeks later or two weeks later it's right back down. So, you know, you it's it's very volatile, very speculative. So uh, I think that there's very, very fine line as to um, who should be investing in it for one and two where it should be invested in it. Not, not and, and this goes and this goes back to the lack of education around that specific space. So many people view, you know, cryptocurrencies or Bitcoin as a currency. As of today, where do you go to spend your Bitcoin? You can't really go to the grocery and use Bitcoin. It is not currently a currency. Now, maybe in a future state, it could potentially be. And I do understand some of the arguments to be made where in a future state, it could be very, very useful. It could be something that could act as a hedge against inflation, potentially, maybe, possibly, one day. Okay, I get that. But the Bitcoin <laughs> cryptocurrency as a whole is just still in its infancy right now. It is nothing more right now than a very, very, very speculative investment. Right. Not to say that there's, it, it can't be a good investment one day. Potentially it could be. And, and, you know, most things that are new start out as speculative. But most speculative investments go away over a period of time. Mm -hmm. and, and Bitcoin, once again, and, and, and really all cryptocurrencies are just still so new. They're still so much in their infancy stages that we, do, we, do, we don't know what's going to happen with those. And to put really any portion of your retirement portfolio into something like that, it's just creating far more risk than you really need to be taking within a retirement portfolio when you could be using traditional asset classes, which, you know, for better or worse, you know, and of course we're saying this right now when, you know, stock market's down quite a bit, but for better or worse, they have a very, very long track record. There's a long history there to review and we can understand and reasonably guess how they will act in the future. We can't, we can't do that with Bitcoin. Yeah, and, and, and you know, look, at the end of the day, um, we, we brought this topic up because it's kind of a hot topic, right? You see right. Bitcoin, crypto, it's everywhere, it's all the rage. And look, it, 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 adding it to a retirement plan, in my opinion, is a huge mistake. I hope that there's smarter fiduciaries out there that run these plans. Uh, that say, no, nope, we're not going to do that because they're the ones that have to approve. At the end of the day, they're the ones that have to approve adding crypto to the plan. And I hope they take a pause and say, let's just give this some time 
Maybe we'll add it somewhere down the road, uh, but not right now. But anyway, what, what I bring all that up to say that, you know, I will tell you, some of our best clients that walk in this door are ones that come in to say, you know what, I'm invested in my 401k. I don't, uh, you know, I don't review it that much. It's typically one of my biggest assets. And, um, you know, I want somebody to, to look at it and tell me if I'm making the right decisions, right? And so if you find yourself in that position, uh, just call us and come in and see us. We'll be happy to review your 401k. We actually put it into software and show you sort of how your portfolio does versus, you know, what it could look like with options in your plan. Um, I will tell you the majority of people are kind of following the same boat that uh, Aaron was talking about where they, they think they're doing the right thing by having multiple funds and they call it diversification, but at the end of the day, you're just duplicating your efforts uh, and you're not really diversified at all. Um, so if, you just, if you're one of those that say, I'm never going to look at this, but boy, it would be nice to have a professional look at it uh, and give me some advice. Call us, come in, see us. We're happy to, uh, to kind of walk you down that road. Uh, the last point I'm going to make, I'll let you guys make final comments too, but invest in what you know. I mean, that's, that's kind of the best I can say, uh, especially in your 401k. You know, if, if you just want to pick up one, or one fund, you want to do a target date fund, that's fine. You don't need anything more than that. Your, your 401k, in my opinion, just a place to chuck money, right? Yeah. Chuck money, chuck accumulation. money. Accumulation. Yeah. yeah, just accumulation and make sure you have a professional looking at it, you know, at least once a year. And that's really all the more you need. You don't need to get anything fancy. If you want to do something fancy, fine. Take a couple thousand bucks, put it in a crypto account, buy some whatever you want to do. Knock yourself out. But not in your largest asset. Yeah. And, and maybe that's okay. Maybe that's appropriate for yeah. you. To do it maybe on the outside of a retirement plan, but to do it within the confines of a retirement plan is just really not. You talked about investing in what you know. How many of those people that are investing in Bitcoin can probably tell you what's in their 401k? Probably not a lot. Yeah. I mean, what is it? We, we, talked about the, we talked about target date funds earlier. There's a reason yeah. why target date funds are so popular in 401k mm-hmm. plans. One, because they're very, very easy to understand. When do you plan to retire? I plan to retire in 2050. Yeah. Okay, invest in this fund. And that's all they need to know. And now there's managers within that fund that are, you know, changing allocations within the fund itself and, and all that. And, but, but it's simple, it's easy, yep. and it's, it, it really reduces risk. And we talked about, you know, reducing risk and how plan administrators are trying to reduce risk in their portfolio and, and, and of course, liability as well. But, you know, but all that to say, Bitcoin could be appropriate for you if you have some money on the side and you want to do it outside of a retirement plan and you're comfortable and you know the risks. And we can even talk about that if you come in for a review as well. But once again, within the confines of a retirement plan, it's just not the best idea. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree more with both of you. I really don't have anything additional to add. Yep. Um, we've kind <laughs> of gone round in circle here with this, but but um, but you know, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that, that crypto has a you know place for a small portion of somebody's portfolio significantly outside of a, of their retirement plan but just not in the retirement plan and i would urge plan sponsors and and fiduciaries to uh to really do due diligence before they consider putting it out on a retirement plan platform and look at the end of the day if you put it in there make sure you increase your insurance that's all i got to say about that uh, but anyway all right so that's it for this week make sure you tune in next week uh we'll have another topic to talk about make sure that you uh i'll let eric sort of sign off here in just a minute <clears throat> but just so you know, we do have a TV show. Uh, for those that are listening, our phone number, for, uh, let's do some podcast, phone number 502-200-5210. We actually have a TV show that comes on our ABC affiliate, WHS, at 1030 on Saturday mornings. Make sure you watch that. And we also have a bourbon and burgers, burgers and bourbon podcast that we're trying to really, rename. Really bourbon and bourbon. Yeah, it's really bourbon. And, <laughs> we haven't come up with a name. But anyway, that comes out every week, so make sure you tune in with that. 
and uh, I'll let Eric sign us off for this week. Yep, give us a call to come in for a review. We'd love to have you in the office. Uh, start with a cup of coffee and, and go over Bitcoin, retirement plans, anything else you want to chat about. Other than that, if you're listening to this or wherever you are listening to this podcast, please make sure you leave us a rating review. We really, really appreciate it. Helps us get the word out. If you would like to share our content with any friends or family that might find this relevant, we greatly appreciate that as well. Thanks for listening. The information given herein is taken from sources at IFP Advisors, LLC, doing business as Independent Financial Partners, IFP, IFP Securities, doing business as IFP, and its advisors believe to be reliable, but it is not guaranteed by us as to accuracy or completeness. This is for informational purposes only and in no event should be construed as an offer to sell or solicitation of an offer to buy any securities or products. Please consult your tax and or legal advisor before implementing any tax and or legal related strategies mentioned in this publication as IFP does not provide tax and or legal advice. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and do not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs of individual investors. This report may not be reproduced, distributed, or published by any person for any purpose without IFP's express prior written consent. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, doing business as independent financial partners, IFP, member of FINRA and SIPC, investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, doing business as IFP, a registered investment advisor. IFP and Family Wealth Planning Partners are not affiliated. The information given herein is taken from sources that IFP Advisors, LLC, doing business as IFP, IFP Securities, LLC, doing business as IFP, and its advisors believe to be reliable, but it is not guaranteed by us as to accuracy or completeness. This is for informational purposes only, and in no event should be construed as an offer to sell or solicitation of an offer to buy any securities or products. Please consult your tax and or legal advisor before implementing any tax and or legal related strategies mentioned in this publication as IFP does not provide tax and or legal advice. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and do not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs of individual investors.